This message you are about to listen to is brought to you by Victory Inheritance Ministries, the City of Hope. As you listen, may the Holy Spirit minister to you in the simplicity of the Word of God. Oh, you are the Lord, the healer. Father, we thank you for grace. Thank you, thank you for mercy. Thank you. thank you for the worship. Thank you for inhabiting it. Thank you for the prayer. Thank you for the utterance. Thank you for hearing us. Thank you for healing those that are sick. Thank you for protecting our doctors and nurses and officers. Thank you for provision for the miracle of seeing a new day. We can't thank you enough. But in all from our heart, we celebrate Jehovah Jireh. We celebrate Jehovah Rofika, Jehovah Sikenu, Jehovah El Elon, Jehovah El Gabor, Jehovah El Shaddai, the double-breasted God. We give you all the glory. You are better than the best. You are higher than the highest. Lord God, you are finer than the finest. Lord, you can kill, you can make alive. You can take up, you can bring down. You can wound, you can heal. Who is like unto thee? You are glorious in the holiness. You are fearful in praise. You are always doing wonders. If God says it, I believe it and that settles it. We bow before you in appreciation. We bow before you in your honor. We join the 24 elders, O God, to worship your God, for you are the King eternal, immortal, invisible, the only wise God. We bow before you. You are the Kabiesi. You are the Olorihe Loreni. You are the Olorihe Berilom. We bow before you with thanksgiving. Thank you, Lord God. To you be all the glory. Lord, even as we go into your word briefly to study, Lord, this evening, grant me entrance. Lord, to, to interpret your word according to your will, not in the understanding of man, not in a human eloquency, not in grammatical construction arrangement, not to make impression, but Lord God, to touch the heart of someone. And as the world go forth, let there be a lifting in the name of Jesus. As the world go forth, let there be salvation in the name of Jesus. As the world go forth, let there be provision. As the world go forth, let faith be established. As the world go forth, let fear die, O God, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Father. To you be all the glory. This we are prayed in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Everyone that believes shall say, Amen. Amen. Again, I want to welcome us for those of us that were partakers of uh, the prayers and the worship. God bless you for connecting on time. It remains the same time every Wednesday, 6.30, Imogu Jonathan Facebook. Connect with me, invite your friends, and I trust God for his blessings upon you in the name of Jesus. We don't have much time in the next uh, 30, 35 minutes. We shall be going into God's word, and I want you to go with me. The entrance of God's word bringeth forth light and understanding to the simple. 
I am trusting God that as we look into God's word together, there shall be a flooding of God's light, one in your heart, two at your location where you are, in the name of Jesus. And when the light of God is upon you, you will never walk in darkness. Amen. And so therefore, I declare the light of God's word to come upon you wherever you may be in the name of Jesus. Amen. Heal you, save you, and secure you, and protect you mightily in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Somebody shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. I say shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Luke chapter 10. Luke Gospel chapter number 10, quickly. Luke Gospel chapter number 10. Luke Gospel. If you are with us, I would like you to type it on the screens uh, to prove to me that you are following us. Luke Gospel chapter number 10. Luke Gospel chapter number 10. That is where we are going to be doing our expository in a, tonight. Luke Gospel chapter number 10, if you are there with me. I'm going to read from verse number 1. Luke Gospel 10, if you are connected with us, I would like you to type it right there on the screen. I would like to see it. Go ahead and type it, Luke Gospel chapter number 10. Yeah, thank you, Victor Gunarabo. God bless you, Deacon. Thank you, Dickness. Julie also, I see. Thank you, Mama. I see you also. I've typed it. I want every person to type along, everyone. Go ahead that if you know you are connected to this broadcast, I want to see you type Luke 10 starting from verse 1 go ahead and go ahead I'm, I'm waiting for you quickly i see just about four of you have typed it thank you brother austin god bless you Lord. i see austin is also live with us who else peace emmanuel is live with us bless you uh, god bless every one of you go ahead quickly um shepherd and maribu immense leader god bless you luke 10 you are there elijah bless you my son you are also connected god bless you Humphrey uh, Chima, God bless you for joining us. God bless you. God bless you. Luke 10. Every one of you that are connected, go ahead. I want you to type Luke 10 from verse 1. Everyone, go ahead. God bless you. All right, quickly, because of time, I may not be able to wait for every other one that have typed. God bless every one of you. I see you, Trenis. I see you, Carlo. Veronica, I see you, Chioma. I see you, Elijah. Every one of you typed in. God bless you. Tolu, all the way from United States. God bless you for typing also. God bless every one of you that are connected. Luke 10, Luke 10 from 1. All right, let's go. From verse 1. After these things, the Lord appointed other 70 also and sent them two and two before his face into every city and place whither he himself will come. After these things, the master, Jesus, appointed 70, choose 70 of his disciples or followers and sent them two by two, not one. Two by two. There's always some other person watching, watching the back of the other. He didn't send them one. Two. Out of two or three weaknesses, every truth is established. Don't rely on just one weakness. Two weaknesses, three weaknesses, as much weaknesses or the other establishes a truth. So Jesus sent two of his disciples by two. They were two by two, even though their totality were 70, according to the record of Luke Gospel chapter number 10. For what? Outreach. To reach out to people. That was his primary purpose of revelation of coming to earth. 
that he must redeem man back to God. And in redeeming man back to God, the word of God must go forth. And the word of God has to go through you and through me. Just like I'm reaching you now, you have been mandated by heaven to also use every influence within you to reach as much people that you can reach by the influence that you command. So every day of our life is outreach. Every day of our life is preaching of God's, God, uh, God's word. Everywhere you find yourself, take advantage of that, you know, to speak God's word to the life of someone. I don't know if somebody is here with me. Yes, now, now, now verse 2 says, Therefore said he unto them. Now, he is giving them instruction. The master is giving instruction. Because every time somebody sends you on assignment, you must, you must hear clearly what the instruction is. There are some people, when you call them and you are talking to them, they behave as though you. But they are hearing nothing. Even when they didn't understand you, rather for them to ask questions and get a clear court, clarity, direct and absolute uh, uh, instruction on what to do and how to go about it. They just take off in confusion. But here, so Jesus, as a good leader, is not just communicating a vision, but he's taking his time you know, to pass this vision through to the people so that they can appropriately understand it. They were not just running a yeoman's business, you know, uh, ministry. Let's just do it. No, but he's taking his time to communicate the visions and the dream to them that this is the reason why I am revealed on this earth, to be able to reach the rich. And just one can only chase a thousand max, you know, but two we chase ten thousand. When, when we are together, we can achieve much. When we are together, we can pursue Satan out of out of out of this uh, out of uh, any location that he finds himself but if we are fighting against ourselves the enemy can feast or not now jesus was very strategic in what he was doing because one person can become weak one person can be overwhelmed when he's sent alone but the second person become a backup that's that strategy when you are going to strike when you are going to war against satan it's not something that that's why the bible says two is better than one it's not necessarily speaking about marriage or union. It's talking about two forces. It went to when you when you have two things like that, you know, it, you can fight better than when it is you alone. Praise God, somebody. And so Jesus said to them, "The harvest truly is great. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few." I repeat, the harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. Which harvest are we talking about? Tomato and orange? No. Apple? No. Cucumber? It's not talking about agricultural fruits for you to go harvest. You know, Jesus, as a good communicator, a good leader, a good mentor, a good pastor, does not just speak oratory language. You know, there are people, they just stay there and speak their, their grammatical, uh, you know, that they present their eloquency before people. They just wrap the people in their languages to sound uh, 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 grandiloquent and bombastic in their words without not minding if they are communicating to the people. If I speak all the whole grammatical, all the Harvard English, 
all the bombastic words that are that i have learned in school and yet you do not understand what i'm saying it's like speaking in tongue the bible says anyone who speaks in tongue do not speak to man you speak you speak to to god and so you must you must also have an interpretation of what you are speaking because at the end you have imagine me want to send my son i call him i said i want to tell him to go and bat a fuel in the car and as soon as they come i start say librados satakai and i walk away i walk away what have i just done i've shown my 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 foolishness i've shown my lack of understanding he will not understand what i'm saying it's the language of the spirit so I walk away and expecting that he has bought the fuel. If I tell I come back, he says, Daddy, you know, when you called me, he just started saying, Librato Sukayada. I was waiting for you to come down and tell me what to, to do. So, men and brethren, Jesus as a good communicator who is concerned about making the people he came for to understand his mission or what he's sending them takes time to break down his assignment. And so, because he was in a generation, a time where it was their source of livelihood was agriculture. Most of them are, are they live in an agrarian society. Majority of them, you know, uh, uh, live by what they produce. Their agriculture. That's what they do. Farming was their was their was their livelihood. Was their profession. And so. The best way to make them understand what he was saying is to speak the language they will understand easily. And that's by using, so by so doing, using agriculture then to communicate to them. And by so doing, they will be able to understand what he meant by harvest. The harvest truly is great, but the laborers are few. The laborers are few. Pray ye therefore the Lord of the harvest that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. Pray that he send the laborers that he will that he will send forth laborers into his harvest. And who are the laborers we are talking about here? The laborers we are talking about here is you and I. Which harvest are we talking about? We are talking about harvest of souls. Harvest of souls. That is a harvest that is ripe. That is great. Waiting to be harvested. Souls waiting to be harvested by you. By me and by you. And the Lord God Almighty is already positioned himself. Use you and I within the grace that has been given to us to reach out to the unreached every one of us here are laborers god make yourself available make yourself available to be used by god to reach out because the laborers the harvest is so much that is a lot of people are out there that are here to know jesus a lot of people are there, they are not yet saved. Even though they are in the church, but they are not yet saved. Some pastors that are preaching are not even saved. Some pastors' wives are not even saved. Some pastors' children are not even saved. Some church leaders are not even saved. 
Some church workers are not even saved, even though they are in the church. And so the Lord is crying that the harvest, the harvest is truly great. That we should pray for laborers. That is the strategic people that God has chosen and prepared to be able to reach these ones. Pray in. Why do we need to pray for the Lord to send laborers? Why do you think we pray for the Lord to send laborers? Because this harvest we are talking about is strategically positioned. Not everyone can harvest a particular crop. Rice cannot be harvested by those that are trained to harvest yam and planting. And so God knows the right person for the right people. So God knows the right person to reach out a, a certain group of persons. It takes a doctor to minister to a doctor. It takes a nurse to minister to a nurse. It takes a president to reach a president. It takes a robber, somebody who was an ex-robber, to be able to reach a robber. It takes someone that is an ex-street boy to be able to reach boys that are on the street. That's why God said, pray for the Lord of the harvest. That is me. I know the right person to send. Many are called, but few are chosen. It's on us to continually pray for God to choose the right people for this harvest. However, each and every one of us are laborers that are needed for this harvest that is ripe. Verse 3 quickly, because of time. Go your ways. Behold, I send you forth as lambs among wolves. I send, I send you forth as lambs among wolves, beloved. This earth is not for us, even though we've been given the power to dominate this earth. However, I want you to know that this earth is full of wolves. Yet you are the lamb. So for you to be a lamb and operate in the lands of wolves, you need God's grace and God's presence continually with you. And I pray in that upon you in the name of Jesus. Amen. The grace of God, the presence of God to be upon you. For you to walk successfully in a land, in a generation of vipers and scorpions to succeed. May God be with you in Jesus' name. Amen. Verse 4. For those of you who are joining us, we are on Luke chapter 10. In our Bible study, Luke chapter 10. And we started from verse 1. Right now, we are on verse number 4. We are going to an expository of, of the encounter of St. Luke as recorded. Verse 4. Carry neither purse, nor script, nor shoes, and salute no man by the way. And into whatever house you enter first, say peace be to this heart. And if the son of peace be there, your peace shall rest upon it. If not, it shall turn to you again. And in the same house, remain eating and drinking such as they give. For the laborer is worthy of his hire. Go not from house to house. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. So, the Lord God Almighty, in His grace and His mercy, has already commanded that you go 
And as you go in a name that is above every other name, neither carry pause nor scrip. Meaning that God Almighty is going to take care of you. Is going to take care of you. Lord Almighty is going to take care of you. Yeah, what, whatever you are wearing is not an issue. Whether you have shoe or not, whether you have this or not, that God will take care of you as he sent you on assignment. Whatever he has sent you to do, he is good enough. He is capable of helping you through it in the name that is above. Fear not. He that have called you can equip you. We provide for you. We stand by you and make sure that you don't fail on the assignment in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse 6, and if the son of peace be there, God said anywhere you get into by the grace of God, anywhere you find yourself, if they receive you, bless that home. And if they don't receive you, dust your feet. It will stay as a judgment. That is, you have brought the gospel of good news to them. They have rejected it by their attitude. Most people reject the gospel by their attitude and by their action. I pray that when the gospel come to your household, come to you, to locate you where you are, may you not reject the gospel by your attitude in the name of Jesus. Amen. Verse, verse 9. Luke 10, verse 9. And heal the sick that are daring, and say unto them, The kingdom of God is come on, unto thee. But, on, but into whatsoever city you enter, they receive you not. Go your ways out into the street of the same, and say, Even the very dust of your city, of your city which cliffed on us, we do wipe off against you. Notwithstanding, be you sure of this, that the kingdom of God is come nigh unto thee. So it's a testimony against those who reject the gospel. Remember what St. Matthew recorded. That for God so loved the world. Or rather John. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever that believeth in him shall not perish. But shall have an everlasting life. For God has not come to the world to condemn the world, but the world through him might be saved. But this is a condemnation that has come to the world, that the world have rejected light and embraced darkness. So that becomes the judgment against whosoever, that the light of God has come. We just ended the Holy Week, that ended with the resurrection of Christ, the fulfillment of the journey of our salvation. Whosoever that believes, but if you reject it, it stands as a judgment against you. So even the word that is coming forth is being preached to you. And so you have to open up your spirit and your heart to receive God's word and God's light. So that it can flood into your, into your life and push out every form of darkness that is there. I pray that for you even tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. We are running very fast. Verse 12. But I say unto you that it shall be more tolerable... In the day for Sodom than for that city. It shall be more tolerable for Sodom. You know about Sodom and Gomorrah. The ungodly city. Than for that city. Woe unto Cherizim. Woe unto the Bethsaida. For if the mighty works have been done. Have been done in Tyre and Sidon. Which have been done in you. They had a great while ago repented. Sitting in sackcloth and ashes. But it shall be more tolerable for Tyre and the Sidon at the judgment for, than for you. And thou, Capernaum, which are exalted in heaven, shall be thrust down 
to hell. He that heareth, you heareth me. And he that despised you, despised me. And he that despised me, decided him that sent me. Every time somebody brings the life, the word of God, the gospel of grace unto you, is a messenger of God. Sometimes we think when we deal with preachers of the gospel, whether prophets or pastors or teachers, whatever title that they carry or office they occupy, they are agents of God. They are the representative of God. He said, when you receive them, you have received me. And when you reject them, you have rejected me. And you have rejected the message they carry unto you. And it will stand against you on the day of judgment. And I pray that you be wise enough to receive life that comes through the word of God even tonight in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Now, I'm getting to the zenith of this Bible study as I begin to summarize. It's very important you listen to me right now. I, I, I'm, about, I'm about to unravel the point of this chapter 10 of the book of Luke. And it's captured from verse number 17. Luke 10, 17. Is the height, is the zenith of this chapter. Verse 17 of Luke chapter number 10. If you are with me, I want you to just fix your eyes in your Bible and let's go together. Verse 17. And the 70 return again with joy and the 70 return again with joy saying lord even the devils are subject unto us through thy name underline the word and they return with joy they were so happy they came back i thank god for these disciples they witnessed signs and wonders they witness miracle and yet they have the heart to come back to the master who sent them. How many of us who are under the sound of my voice have been sent on a mission by our boss, our parents, biological parents, spiritual parents, our bosses are where we work and somehow we met something that we never planned for. We met a superstar we saw a greater opportunities and then some vamoosed from them. Some never came back. They took off and they were even declared missing. Not knowing they were not missing. They've been carried away by what they saw. But thank God for this set of disciples of Jesus that even though they saw miracles, God wrought miracles through them. They did not arrogate authority upon themselves. They did not break away from Jesus' ministry and said, I am also anointed like Jesus. I can open the eyes of the blind. I can raise the dead. Therefore, this is Elijah, Elijah ministry. And God has anointed me for opening eyes of the blind. They never. They never. They came back. The Bible says, this is the scripture, verse 17 says, they returned back. Have you returned back from the assignment that was given to you? The assignment God gave to you. And you have gone and you have weakness power. You have weakness glory. You have weakness honor. Can you remember where God picked you from? Can you still remember the person that saved, that God used to save you? Today, some of us are bigger than, 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 than where we started. 
the person that God used to establish us, we have forgotten completely. I pray that God will remind you in the name of Jesus. Amen. The Bible said the 70 return again with joy. Oh, Jesus cannot send you on a mission and you come back the same way. No way. They came back rejoicing. Follow me. We are about to round up these studies, but it's very interesting from verse 17 uh, to verse number 20. We are stopping at verse 20. So this, this remaining uh, uh, three, four chapters, stay on it. Uh, for those of you who are just joining us, just stay on it. Luke chapter 10, verse 17, that's where we are. We have been doing an expository, call it a Bible study of God's word. God's word is so quick and powerful. God's word, just one word can change your life. One word can establish you. One word can give you an idea that will establish you forever. One word can deliver you, you know, from attacks of the enemy. If only you can stay uh, put on it. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. What did we say? And the 70 returned again with joy, saying, Lord, even the devils are subject unto us through thy name. Glory be to God that they did not say they are might by them by the way I presented it, by the way I dressed, by the way I said it, you know, the devil ran away. No, they said, it's the name of Jesus. At the name of Jesus. It means that we must give God glory. We must give God glory for every achievement that we have achieved and we will achieve in our lifetime. We must give God glory for every achievement we have already attained to or the one that will attain in the future. You must point Christ to it. You must, your friends must get to know that this is a work of Christ. It is not your intelligence. It is not your smartness. It is God that has graced you. You know, look, Deuteronomy said, it is the Lord God Almighty that giveth thee the power to make wealth, to make money, to succeed, to get the contract, to execute the contract. It is God that gives you the power to be who you are and to be at the position that you are. It is lack of the recognition of this, the place of God in our achievement and our success that makes people hold back, you know, the, the, the proceed, that's the blessings of their outing. When you tell people to give, they find it difficult to give because they do not see the place of God in their achievement. When you tell people to bless the work of God, when you tell people to support people, when you tell people to be a helping hand to those that need it, some find it difficult to do it. Why? Because they do not understand that no man receiveth anything. They understand not that no man receiveth anything except giving to him from above. Every aircraft that goes up and comes down is not a product of human expertise. Don't say the pilot is so powerful. It's a lie. Every aircraft flies blindly. They are connected to the control tower. The pilots sleep as you also sleep. It is God Almighty that is helping us. For real, beloved. Oh, man of God, how do you mean? Oh, of course. Didn't you hear about the Ethiopian airline that was just a, a, a few months old that went down? 
So it is not about the expertise. It's about the grace of God that is speaking for you. I don't know why I'm emphasizing on this about the return. And they said, it is through the name of God that I am what I am. St. Paul said, I am what I am by the grace of God. By the grace of God, I am what I am today. It is inability of people to recognize the, the God factor in their life that makes them be proud. They boast. They don't want to help. They don't want to assist. They don't want to give. Remember the young rich ruler? Jesus said, you want to follow me? He said, yes. You know, go serve the Lord thy God. Do all this, all the ten He said, I have been the ten commandments. I was doing it from my youth. It's all right. Then go and sell everything you have. Give it to the poor. <clears throat> to the poor. Sell everything you have. Give to the poor and follow me. That the kingdom is for you. The scripture say he left. He left sorrowfully. <laughs> he left sorrowfully. Oh my God. How can I lose all this wealth? How can I give out all this wealth? Oh, Jesus said, wow. So you prefer the wealth to eternity and to paradise. He left sorrowfully. Another encounter, the young rich ruler who, who refused to give said that, Oh, my soul, my soul, my soul, you have so much to eat. Relax, relax, my soul, you have so much to eat in abundance. The Bible said that same night, that same night, he was killed. He didn't wake up. And the scripture said, Jesus asked the question, he said, Now, to whom shall all this, all this world be? I'm talking of those who are so wealth conscious. There's nothing wrong in being rich. I am rich. Spiritually, materially, by the grace of God, I am rich through Christ Jesus. And I'll be richer and richer. But guess what? The difference between my own riches and the riches of many believers is that it does not control us. We control riches. We control. We will have money and we will send money on assignment. We don't worship money. We use money to propagate and expand the kingdom and be a blessing to humanity. You can't serve a big God and be small. You can't serve God and remain in obscure situation. No doubt about that. But the difference between the believer and unbeliever is that they worship their money. Their money control them. But we, we control our money. We use it to the glory of God. Praise God, somebody. Hallelujah. Quickly, as we begin to round up, is Jesus. The scripture said they came back with joy celebrating that the devils were subject unto them through the name of the Lord. Through the name of the Lord. That's what I'm emphasizing. What are you boasting of? Who are you attributing your success? Who are you attributing the life that you have now? That you woke up this morning? Is it because you woke up on the waterbed, air-conditioned home, in a beautiful neighborhood, that's, 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 a lot, that's a wrong thing to do, to arrogate your life to, to your environment. It must be attributed to grace and mercy of the Lord that I have found you. Praise God, somebody. Amen. Quickly, verse 18. We have three more scriptures. And he said unto them, now listen, listen, listen to me, listen to me. Oh, this is getting interesting, every one of you, as we are rounding up. Verse 18. They came back rejoicing and celebrating, you know, just rejoicing and celebrating. Apparently, they expected Jesus also. So, oh my God. So, oh, look at you, apprentice, these little boys of yesterday. You mean, you mean, oh, tell me, how, how did, how, how did the, the blind 
uh, man eyes open how did the lame walk how did you feel how did no why they were rejoicing and celebrating over these wonders jesus spoke he turned that from verse 18. let's hear what he said verse 18. and he said unto them i beheld satan as lightning fall from heaven that is i don't know the location of jesus but where he was he could see by the time they called the name jesus satan i beheld satan as a lightning fall from heaven and so i declare in the name that is above every other name wherever you may be and your location might be right now as we are praying and as we are studying god's word i see satan fall in the name of jesus every satan that is lifted over your head and over your resources we command that satan to fall in the name of jesus Amen. verse 19 verse 19 remember we are rounding up our verse 20 verse 19 Behold, Amen. I give unto you power to tread on serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy. All. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. Oh, somebody did not hear me. And that's a better place to shout amen. amen. He said, I behold, I give unto you power to tread on serpent and scorpions over the power of enemy and nothing underline the word and nothing somebody say nothing nothing not, nothing that include coronavirus nothing. <laughs> oh somebody didn't hear me nothing. that include what coronavirus the present uh, predicament of the earth called pandemic is included in this nothing if jesus said nothing it depends on your faith if you are ready for it i'm not ready for it nothing in this he said not with oh sorry verse 19 behold i give unto you what power to tread on serpents and scorpions there are different kinds of serpents and scorpions. Those who hate you, they are serpents, they are scorpions. Those who are plotting against you, they are serpents, they are scorpions. Those working against your business, they are serpents and scorpions. Those who are setting you up for evil, they are serpents and they are scorpions. Everyone that is working against your downfall, they are part of this serpent and scorpion. And guess what? The good news is that you will tread upon them. Amen. And they will not hurt you. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Nothing shall by any means. The word hurt is to bring pains and sorrow. Every serpental spirit. Every agent. Anyone masquerading like a good friend. But it's a scorpion. Every scorpion. Every serpent. From your father's side and your mother's side. In the name that is above every other name that have come to hurt you, in the name of Jesus, we command the fire of God against every serpent and every scorpion over your life, over your business, over your peace, over your health. In the name of Jesus, finally, 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 verse 20. Aha. This, this is a good verse to learn. You know, the aircraft take off with every strength 
as you fasten your seedbed, you know, having traveled severally, I want you need to see the preparation before an airplane. You see that you think that immediately you sit down in the aircraft, the aircraft will just take off. Immediately take off. A whole lot of preparation takes place. First of all, they make sure that uh, that you are seated. Oh, fasten your seatbelt. They fasten your seatbelt. The crew will begin to demonstrate safety, all the whole safety devices. Uh, by the time they are done, they, they, as, as though you are a baby, they will still go around again and check and check your, your seatbelt and be sure that it's okay. Even when you have a little bag by your side, they say it's not good enough to be there. They just they want to reposition. They say it's for safety and all kinds. Of, you need to see preparation that are made before the aircraft takes off. And finally, when every, everything they felt is okay, the, the plane begin to roll back. And when it's rolling back, the pilot will wait. I don't know which number that has been given to the plane by the control tower. Before they will give clearance for takeoff. And the aircraft will take its time, get out to the 18 runway, and begin to move gradually, the speed being, and it is zoomed off. That is the same way that we started from verse 1 of Luke chapter 10. All the prayers all the worship in preparation and we took off and we've been flying from verse 1 of luke chapter 10. men and brethren at verse 20 is where we are landing the landing is more important than the taking off it is not going up that is one thing it's just one thing to go off it's another thing to land and land safely yes. and so there are people connected even from the beginning but they are not there when we are landing. And there are people who, who are not there from the beginning, but they are there when we are landing. So they don't even know where we are flying from, but they are witnessing our landing. But I bless God for those of you who, who were there from the beginning and that are seeing how we are going to land. I believe you will appreciate the take up and you enjoy the flight awesomely. So we are about to land at verse 20 and that's very very interesting so like the pilot i will tell you now ladies and gentlemen you know that we have clearance to land right now so therefore fasten your seatbelts you know all the lavatory is shut down now concentrate right now as we are about to land fasten your seatbelt and make sure no movement and we are going to land and we are going to light with, with joy and safely in jesus name Amen. verse 20 let's go Notwithstanding in this, my Father, my God, notwithstanding in this, I love it when Jesus speaks, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not. This is his disciples celebrating what has happened. Jesus said, notwithstanding in this, rejoice not. That what? That the spirits as subject unto you. What are the spirits? Serpentas spirits, scorpion spirits, powers of uh, the enemies, blindness, lame walk, all kinds of spirits. Don't rejoice that this spirit are what? Subject unto you. But do what? Rejoice. Let's say it together. Because your names are written where? In Asurok. In White House. Presidential Palace. No, rejoice that your names are written in heaven, in the Lamb's Book of Life. Wow. At this point, I, I give it for Jesus because the Lord does not see what man sees. 
The Lord does not celebrate what man celebrates. The Lord is not moved by what move men. Aha, le paso katayada. He said, Rejoice not that the lame walk or the blind saw, but rejoice that your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. I want to round up in this way. What you are rejoicing on right now, what is making you to plan for a party, to gather your friend to celebrate now, can it stand the test of time? Can it stand the test of time? Can it last? How long can your joy last? Holy Pakataya. How long can your joy last? It's a big question. You buy a new car, you rejoice. One, two months after, somebody buy a bigger car, a better one than your own. Your joy ceases. You buy a new home or you move into it and it's well decorated and furnished. Thank God. We thank God for it. We celebrate it. After a while, you begin to have issue on that home. Or you see one that is much, much better than your own. Your joy uh, ceases. You get a promotion in the office and you say, oh my God, look at this office. And you begin to rejoice and be celebrated. After a while, your rejoicing ceases. The question is, can your joy, can your joy stand the test of time? What are you rejoicing over? Is it worth rejoicing? Is it worth celebrating? The disciples were celebrating, arguing among themselves. Matthew gospel and, uh, and Luke, and rather Mark, uh, you know, captured this in a different setting. That they were even arguing among themselves who is the greatest. But Luke, uh, you know, this synoptic gospel, Matthew, Luke, and John. Uh, Matthew, uh, uh, Luke, and uh, what? Uh, Mark. They captured, you know, Jesus' ministry in a different light entirely. Luke gospel did not capture it this way. The other ones, synoptic gospel said that, they were even arguing among themselves who is the greatest. Who is the greatest as a result of the miracle? The one that raised the dead said, oh, uh, the power to raise the dead. Know what it means when human beings die? It's gone. And God used me to raise it. I, I am the greatest among you all. One said, no, it's me that opened the eye of the blind. Know what it means somebody to be blind? And I opened, no. But Jesus said, why are they arguing over this? You should not argue. But Luke captured this in a different setting entirely. That's why Jesus was that saying here. What are you rejoicing about? Thank God for yesterday's victory. Thank God for the cars. Thank God for the house. Thank God for the fat account. Thank God for the good look. Thank God for the money. Thank God for all kinds of things. Do not rejoice for these things. Why? Because they are temporary. They are temporary. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 18. Quickly, if you are there with me, let me round up here. You know, we use scripture to explain scripture. We use scripture to answer the questions of scripture. Second Corinthians, if you're with me. Second Corinthians. Uh, the letter of Paul to the church in Corinth. Second Corinthians chapter number four. Number four. Let's run quickly to 18. Yeah, verse 18. Look at verse 18 quickly. Look at verse 18. It says, Why we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen? For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. That is, anything you can touch your hand with is temporal. Anything you see with your eyes is temporal. The cars, the house, what men pride about, they are temporal things. 
But we believe, I say we, that word, why we? The we there are the redeemed. If you have been redeemed by the grace of God, if you are born again, if Jesus is your Lord, if you have proclaimed Jesus as your King and your Savior, you are among this we that St. Paul is talking about. We are in this world, but we are not of this world. We don't celebrate what the world celebrates. We don't kill our friend because of a position we are looking for. We don't betray our friend because we are looking for a position. So we are different like them. Right now, you see some people are already going to break people's home to rob because they are hungry. But believers don't do that. Believers look up to Zion. Because the Bible says, at famine time, the Lord shall satisfy us. But because we are not them, they, they do those things, but we don't do it by the grace of God. Not we are not pressed. But because our confidence is in him that is above. Am I talking to someone? So we look not at those things that are seen. They are temporary. They will fade away. But those things that are not seen, which is hope of glory. Christ in us, the hope of glory. Our eternal Zion. That's the one that we look up to. And that's the one that is forever. Praise God somebody. Quickly, let's go back to our scripture. Where we, round, we are rounding up. And that's Luke chapter 10. Luke chapter 10 verse 20. Luke 10 verse number 20. Luke 10, verse 20, where we are, we are, we are rounding up. Notwithstanding in, in this, rejoice not that the spirit is subject unto you, but rather rejoice because your names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Oh, what a glory, what an honor. If you are born again, if you have accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior, I made this decision 32 years ago, and I can tell you that the Lord is worth it on every aspect. If you have made this decision, you are your names are written in the last book of life. The Bible says you are seated with Christ in heavenly places, far above principality, far above coronavirus, far above pandemics. With your ears shall you hear of the evils of men, but it shall not come your dwelling place because you are in heavenly places. You are seated in heavenly places, far above principalities and power. So rejoice, rejoice. What gives joy when you are in a beautiful home and then your names are in heaven? Oh, what peace you enjoy. What peace that you enjoy. The Lord said, I, I leave unto you the peace that passeth all understanding. Not as the word give. What a peace to know the Lord. What a peace to get to know that my name are written in the Lamb's book of life. Not as a result of human effort, but by grace and mercy. For the Bible says, by grace are you saved, not of works, least any should boast of it. Least any should boast of it. So it's a work of grace that the Lord has done for us. I acknowledge that work of grace and I receive Jesus into my heart and he dwells in my life. And therefore my names are written in the Lamb's book of life. And so it does not matter where I am. It does not matter how long you're going to stay on this earth. The good news is not how long you stay, but where are you going to spend your eternity with? That's the most important thing. And so if you have located, if Jesus has located you by grace and mercy, celebrate and rejoice. Not over what people rejoice. Thank God for achievement, they are good, but we don't dwell on them. We don't celebrate them. We celebrate heaven. We celebrate Christ. We celebrate our future. We celebrate the promises. We celebrate our hope and our future in Christ Jesus. And so if you have, glory be to God. I want to use the opportunity as I round up to give opportunity to those that are yet to know Jesus and that you are, it's a man of God I have followed you tenaciously and I'm, I'm convinced of the truth in God's word yes indeed there is a truth 
in his word and he endures forever and you said pray with me i want to make jesus as my lord and personal savior i want my name to be written in heaven that is in the Lamb's book of life revelation said on that day after that they have the book shall be opened and another book whosoever name that is not found in the book of life shall end in abyss shall end in hell and so therefore you don't want to end there you want jesus to walk into your life 32 years ago i took this very important decision to welcome jesus in my life at the age of 18 and so i pray in the name that is above every other name wherever you may be i say man of god pray along with me i want to receive jesus into my life wherever you are pray this prayer with me say lord jesus say lord jesus thank you for your word indeed the entrance of your word has brought light to my life i am convinced that you are the lord and that you are the king and that you are the savior of my soul and so i open up my heart i receive you come into my life i renounce every wolf of satan every covenant i have with satan i break it oh god even in the altar of your word in the name of jesus receive me save my soul write my name in the land book of life i confess you as my lord and savior so i have said so shall it be in the name of god the father and of the son and of the holy spirit if you have made this confessional uh, 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 prayer i celebrate you and i rejoice with you irrespective of wherever your location might be across the globe may i pray with you father in the name of jesus upon their testimony they are believing and their confession oh god father god they are welcome into the commonwealth oh god of israel they are in the family of god the redeemed of the lord i pray oh god that lord they begin to partake of the blessings oh god of heaven whatever that is the right of every child of god be delivered to them which includes sound mind and sound head oh god covenant of life in the name of jesus Amen. they will not cast their young oh god they will fulfill purpose they will understand oh god purpose in the name of jesus Amen. i thank you and bless you on behalf of these ones thank you blessed father in jesus name we are praying my name my names are reverend jonathan imogu by god's choice a senior pastor at victory inheritance ministry plot 25 block a uh, Kusela Road, Ikate, Legushi, Leki, uh, Lagos, Nigeria. So wherever that you are connecting this morning, this is our location. But now because of uh, the lockdown, we are transmitting uh, via this medium and it's going to be so until situation normalized. I want to celebrate you for connecting. I also encourage you to reach out to those who are yet to connect to our meetings. Help them as much as you can to be part of this live transmission that is producing a lot of grace and mercy and life also unto you uh, 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 until i see you next time i bless you and i commit you into the hand of god you always know that you can always support what god is doing through this medium through your donations and your offering through our church account details which has always been communicated you know to you we will appreciate your support and uh, and your donations in the name of jesus christ and i pray that the lord rest with you and abide with you his grace rest upon you in the name of jesus christ of nazareth the lord bless your going on and bless your coming in until i see you again and that should be on friday by 6 30 to 7 30 one hour we will be praying for men ought always to pray and not to faint i i, I pray god keeps you and I, I pray you abide in his presence healthy sound on every aspect you will not be admitted in any hospital you will not beg to eat you will not cast your young you will not be helped to stand or to sit your health is strong in the name of jesus thank you blessed father the glory of heaven abide with you and rest with you 
this I have prayed in the name of God the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name we pray. Before I sign out on Friday, the, the mode for the prayer is going to be as we start, you begin to type in your present, you begin to type in your prayer request. As I'm reading your prayer request, I will be, I will be announcing it to every other person. I will be praying together. You know, there's something about the fervent prayer of the righteous. There's something about the coming together of the brethren. You know, uh, Hebrew 10, 25 says, forsaking not the assembly of brethren as the manner of some is. So we are going to pray together. Whatever is, is your heart desire, whatever you are trusting God that we can pray together, get yourself ready on Friday by 6.30, just for one hour through 7.30. You type it out. We are going to read it out, and then we shall pray together. May God keep you, and the Lord abide with you in the name of Jesus. God bless you and keep you. His face shine on you. Be kind and be gracious unto you. The Lord bless your going out and coming in. The God who has caused you to see the today and have carried you to this very time will see you through. As you go to bed tonight, you will not struggle to sleep. The Lord giveth his beloved sleep, and so shall it be, even your portion. These I have prayed in the name of God the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Everyone that believes shall say, Amen. Let's share the grace in fellowship. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the sweet fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now forevermore. Amen. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our life, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever, ever. Amen. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemy. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely God's goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. Do I dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Shalom. We hope you've been blessed by this message. To experience more, visit us on Wednesdays by 6.30pm and Sundays 8.30am at Victory Inheritance Ministries, Plot 25, Block A, Kusela Road, Ikate, Elegushi Waterfront, Fort Roundabout, along Konoyo Gas Station, Lekki, Lagos, Nigeria. Or follow us on Facebook at Victory Inheritance Ministries, or you can email us at vimministries at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. God bless you.